in this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast. Uh, take two. <laughs> we'll get there in a minute. We're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about uh, partners versus children. Um, that sounds like, what is he talking about? I'll, I'll explain it. Um, uh, it has to do with couples and their kids and a lot, a lot of things I've been seeing lately in my office. And as usual, we're giving away free stuff as we always do. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. What's going on, my friends? This is David Wright, the Motor City Hypnotist. Uh, we're back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist podcast. It is Friday evening as we record this, uh, just after 5 o'clock. We are in the podcast, Your Voice, Southfield Studios. Yes, we are. With me is Matt Fox, as usual. <laughs> I'm just pressing Hanging buttons out, the wrong pressing way. Pressing buttons. Yeah, yeah. We, had, we had a false start there. We had to... <laughs> We had to reset for a moment, so. No, I wouldn't say reset. i just say, what the hell? <laughs> we could do it live, Matt. Do it live! You want to do it live? We'll do it live! We'll do it live! <laughs> Fuck it! Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! <laughs> Fucking thing sucks! <laughs> my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, funny. thanks, folks, for joining me. Whether you're listening on audio, wherever you get your podcast, or you're watching on Facebook Live, thanks yeah. for checking in. Yes, please. Uh, as usual, uh, we appreciate you. Um. Let me tell you, folks, where you can find me. My website, MotorCityHypnotist.com. My social media links, Facebook and YouTube, are both Motor City Hypnotist and Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, which are all Motor City Hypno. H-Y-P-N-O. H-Y-P-N-O. Yes. And speaking of YouTube, okay, I'm, I'm, I, I spend a lot of time on Facebook on social media kind of promoting my, my brand and things like that, but I, I've not spent a lot of time on YouTube. Mm. It's just, it's a lot more, I mean, there's just, there's a lot of time involved with editing and and uploading and, and you know, it's just, it's time consuming, which, you know, I'm, I'm running a business full time oh, as well. Yeah. But I did upload a video uh, of my University of Florida show this past weekend. Mm. It's, it's not the full video. It's really it's what I call, it's behind the scenes and highlights. So what I did differently, because I'll upload highlights of a lot of shows throughout when I do them, you know, throughout the year. Um. But this one, what we did is kind of like a behind the scenes, like, you know, like from leaving home, going to the airport. And then once we get there and check into the hotel and how much time we have, and then we get together before the show and go over what we're going to do. I had an assistant this weekend because it was a big show at University of Florida. Right, right. With like 30 six people on stage at one time wow okay so i have a friend of mine who, who assists me sometimes her name's missy so you know we sat in, oh was she in the wearing green the black, room the black yeah she's wearing the black yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah i saw missy. the pictures yep so. yep um and 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 a big shout out to missy herrick the princess of hypnosis my friend and her friend boyfriend we'll call him a boyfriend that's what it is Part, brett pa brett, Parker brett person. because brett just took my camera and and just 
got great footage. I mean, he walked around the whole show, all the behind-the-scenes stuff, us coming in, uh, uh, the video of the show and volunteers and the crowd. He did, he did a fantastic sh- job. So big awesome. shout-out to Missy and Brett for helping out. But back to YouTube, I, I do have a video on there. It's about 30 minutes. You can see all, I mean, really, it gives you kind of behind the scenes of what goes on and what it takes to put on a hypnosis show. So if you've ever been interested in that, mm-hmm. and you can see some really funny, funny stuff from the show. We have a whole bunch of clips. Uh, great volunteers. I, I, great show. I, I love doing that show when I can. It's, it's, I haven't been there since 2018, but I'm glad I'm back now. So Excellent. take a look at that on my YouTube channel. And since I only got, I, I don't know, maybe 100 subscribers there, subscribe to my YouTube. We'll, we'll work on that for a bit. That will help out greatly. As usual, we're giving away a free hypnosis guide, as we do on every episode. So take a look at, for that link in the show notes, and that will be there. Yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by Empower Your Mind for Success, a hypnotic guide. There it is. How to rewire your thinking for massive success. Uh, if you're watching on Facebook Live, you can see the, the, uh, the book right there. Mm-hmm. It has been out since last August. Pick that up at Amazon or BarnesandNoble.com mm-hmm. or at your favorite bookseller, wherever that may be. Um, they're becoming rare, but um, yeah, pick it up at your bookstore. If they don't have it, they can order it. Absolutely. And if you buy the book, which I hope you'll do, because that's why I'm asking you to, to buy the book, yeah, please leave a review, because that helps me out as well. More people see it, more people buy it. It just helps me out, and it's great. I want to sell more books. So, yeah. that's uh, <laughs> So, Matt, you traveled You traveled this past weekend also. I did a little bit. Yeah, you yeah. went to New York. That was That's cool, huh? It was, uh, it was a fun weekend. It really was. Yeah. We got to see uh, my friends sister's new baby mm-hmm. uh little audrey was born on january 1 of 2020 congratulations so i got to meet audrey got to hold audrey mm-hmm. she's a little spitfire yeah she's uh she's adorable yeah oh, so, i'm sure but I mean. then i uh, got to take in a uh, a broadway play as well with uh our friends nice good times yeah good times. awesome yeah it's, it's nice to see go out and do different things see new babies and go to broadway yeah good times yeah, it was it was a good time. It yeah, really was. Awesome. It, it, you know, your travels. We're, everyone's traveling now, yeah. so I have to say, I use in quotations back to normal. It it, it kind of is though. Yeah, other yeah. other than wearing your mask on the plane, which yeah. is not a big deal. I it, mean, you know I, what? You know, I don't care if it's going to get me there a little yeah, bit quicker instead absolutely. of driving for ten hours yeah. to Virginia. Yep. yep, I'm not wearing a mask in my car for ten hours tomorrow. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> unless you pick up some bums or something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you You know what i'm a gentle soul i just might (laughs) (laughs) so cool good for you yeah it's time for our winner of the week here we go that's how winning is done so this is kind of a cool story uh i'm 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 gonna kind of break the punchline right off the bat because of the title okay but holocaust survivors reunite in florida after their labor camp friendship was broken 80 years ago i'll say so they got to be up in their 90s uh-huh sam ron and jack waxel um oh that's i'm sorry that's the photo caption which you can't see of course because mm. you listen to the audio and i don't have a photo on my printout those who say there's no such thing as destiny need to meet jack waxel and sam ron Victims who met during the Holocaust and who met again 79 years later in South Florida. Wow. Having endured slave labor shoulder to shoulder in the Pianki labor camp in Poland, 
The two were separated after Waxel escaped into the forest and Ron was moved to a different camp that was ultimately liberated. Neither knew the other had survived until Waxel attended a United States Holocaust Memorial Museum's uh, dinner last Sunday and okay. found his old camp comrade to be the guest speaker. <laughs> Holy shit. Introduced by his former name of Shmuel Rokowski, Waxel felt as if he was seeing his fraternal brother. He jumped off the seat and came running over to my, to my seat and said, you're my brother. I was, I was very emotional. I'm normally not an emotional guy, Ron explained. Hmm. Just teenagers at the time of their imprisonment, the two managed to both immigrate to the United States, both to Ohio, where they lived within 40 years of each other, 40. unaware of the other's existence. They lived in Ohio 40, 40 miles? 40 miles. From each other? Yeah, 40 miles from no each other. Idea. And had no idea in, in 80 years that the other one was still alive. Oh yeah. All um, right. Yeah, and, and he said, we were pushing coal to the oven to make the heat to make power, and Jack said he worked at the same place. They worked at the same place. Oh, my God. <laughs> same company. Yeah. Different locations, 40 miles away from each other. That's wild, right. Dave. Despite living 40 miles apart, the two men determined uh, blah, 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 to keep the survivors' flames burning and fill the massive gap of years with life stories. Uh, Ron occasionally makes appearances at schools to teach young people about his experiences. I try, to, I try to teach them not to hate and to have a lot of hope and believe in yourself, which is what I did. This is how I survived because I believed in myself, Ron said. Um, he, and this is, this is the great quote uh, that the reporter said succinctly of the pair. They've revenged themselves against Hitler by living long, successful lives and having children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren. Take that. Yep. That's it. So, yeah, could you imagine 80 years later, 79 to be exact, you find somebody that you were in, uh, uh, in, prison, in, in, in prison yeah, camp prison with, camp with yeah. and, and had no idea that they were alive. Wow. Yeah. That's just a cool story. I mean, that's kind of like one of those. Uh, it makes you think of, of kind of like, huh, is, that, is this like destiny? Is, was this right. like meant to happen in some way? Which degree of Kevin Bacon did they not play? <laughs> right. It's just, it's just amazing. It's a great story. So, wow. yeah, to, uh, to our, 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 two, our, our two guys, uh, I want to get the names right, Jack Waxel and Sam Ron. Wow. Definitely. Winners, winners of, of the week. week. Absolutely. That's how winning is done. So... I'm very interested in yes. the next segment and what we're going to be talking about for the, Absolutely. Rest, of, for the rest of our time together for, yep. this, for this episode. Yep. So you said partners and... Par I, I'm calling it partners versus children, and, and that's probably a little bit of a misnomer because it's not really versus like against. Mm -hmm. so, so let me give you a little bit of background. I do a lot. I mean, I do therapy with all kinds of populations, kids, adolescents, adults, and, and also I work a lot with couples. And I've seen... Over the years, over to my 30 years of doing this, I see this quite often where couples are having marital problems and or, or maybe they're not even married. They're having relationship problems. Let's say that. And they have children together. And, and many times, and I've seen this over and over again, both parties kind of have the same complaints about each other. Things like, I don't feel like I'm appreciated mm. or I don't feel like I'm number one or I don't feel like I'm first in their eyes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
and I've I've heard it over and over again from both men and women. Well, they blow that off and they say, "Well, the kids come first. Well, I'm, I'm, the, the kids are number one, and that's secondary." Mm-hmm. At when I first say that, a lot of people out there might be shaking their heads. That makes sense. Well, <laughs> the kids should be first. I, I'll go back to that old age question. What mm-hmm. comes first, the chicken or the egg? Right. <laughs> yep. So did you have the relationship with this individual first, or did you have the kids with the individual first? And, and there are a lot of variables that play into this. I understand. We're, I, I'm, I guess there, there could be stepchildren. There could be um, um, you know children from different relationships that okay. are coming into that. And that's fair. And, and that's fair. And, and, and it's, a little bit, it's a little bit more uh, complicated like that. But as far as a relationship between partners, whether they're married or not, and you've had children together, and, and, and I see it over and over again, you spend all your energy focused on the kids, and, and, it, and it ends up, you end up becoming roommates, your, your parents, but your roommates. Mm-hmm. Your, your jobs are to take care of the kids. Mm-hmm. And the relationship part of that partnership or that marriage mm-hmm. gets ignored for sometimes... I was going to say 18 years until the kid gets to be an adult. But even after that, I see this happening with adult children, like children who are in their 20s and 30s and, and parents still putting their attention to them first wow. above their partner. Wow. It's 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 I was going to say it's fascinating, not in a good way, but but, uh, you know, I'll talk to people and I'll be like, well, why? Why do you, why does your twenty seven year old adult child come first before your husband or your wife? Right, they should be on their own. You raise them, and, and I never, I, I and I, I'll be honest, I never really get a good answer to that from people. It'll always be well because my kids always come first, and and I and my response is well they're not kids anymore. Right. So so let's go back. You're in a marriage. You're in a relationship. If you're together, you have a child. Mm-hmm child's a baby mm-hmm. you have to take care of the baby right you know and and that that's a lot of work all you parents have gone through this know it's 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 stressful it's, it's what sleep yeah yeah what you you don't sleep you know that there there's there's frustration there there's um, anger towards one another and, and maybe not maybe not in every case but typically mm-hmm. you know you have short fuses you're stressed out you get frustrated with each other there are arguments that that just happens i think that's a natural progression so as your chi- as your children grow and they become toddlers and and get more active and 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 now you're talking about you know who's taking the kids to daycare and who's making their meal and who's changing them at night and then they become more independent as small children and then the focus is okay well johnny's got homework who's going to help him with homework and 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 it it seems like it's just naturally progresses that all the attention is on the kids kid or kids if you have Mm -hmm. multiple right i say that was just one now you add another child yes now you add another child child. you go through that cycle again right and what happens naturally and, and i'm not saying it's right or wrong but you naturally kind of as a couple you grow apart because all the all the effort and the attention is being put on the kids mm-hmm. understandably when they're young and when they're growing up even in even in like childhood stages even between ages of like four five six seven you know they need a lot of direction help with school things like that sure i, I think that the issue comes in is that when you forget about your partner and kind of think well, we can worry about that later. That this is a lot a lot of the the feedback I get from clients. Well, we have to focus on the kids. Our relationship will we'll, we'll worry about that later. 
The issue is all that time goes by with no connection and eventually there's nothing left. There's right. nothing left in the relationship between the partners mm-hmm. or the married couple. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, kids are down. Now what? Right. We don't, we don't even know each other anymore. What do you want to do? I yeah. don't know. What do you yeah. want to do? I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm 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 saying something that sounds kind of crazy or radical, oh, it's but not. it's not because I I'm I'm telling you this from experience and I've told couples this. And, and I'll say it, I said, if, if anyone else, and I'll go down a list, we're really talking about kids, but this can apply to other areas as well. Are your, are your parents, are, are, are your parents ranked higher on that list over your partner? Mm. Is your, are your siblings, do you, do you consider them above your partner when it comes to commitment and, and attention? Mm-hmm. Your friends, I see this a lot. People will value friendship over, in fact, I'll give you a, a almost, I, I can't say it word for word, but a specific example of someone I've talked to recently. Okay. And the wife said in so many words, because the husband was like, you spend, you spend all this time with your friends and we never, you know, I, I, I don't get to spend time with you. I don't, we don't get to do things. The husband goes, said that again towards, towards the, wife. the wife. Okay. Her response was, well, I'm not giving up my friends. <laughs> okay. She drew a line that. Friends are number with that statement. She's saying friends are number one. Hmm. I, you're not my number one. The friends are number one. And I okay. see this a lot in relationships where all the focus, all the attention, everything that that uh, everything positive you're putting out to all these other people, except for your partner. Mm-hmm. And that's the, you're, you're you're dooming the relationship by doing that. Is you know standing up for your partner? There's a part of that as well. I would mm-hmm. imagine because yes. you might stand up for somebody more than you would your partner. Right. Right. And so it, it, to go back to what happened this past Sunday. Yep. Right. He stood up for something that was said about his partner. Yeah. And he reacted. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. Now, Maybe. the reaction wasn't the, the, the level of the reaction was right. not justified. Right. But the, the theory is, yes, he was protecting his partner. Mm-hmm. So and, his, and his, his his commitment was to the partner. His priorities are in the right spot. Mm-hmm. But the way he mm-hmm. handled said <laughs> so. Exactly. And. We'll go off tangent for a moment because mm-hmm. there's been a lot talked about. For those of you who don't don't know what we're alluding to, it was the Oscar incident. Yes. And if we don't know, need to go through the whole thing and dissect it. No, we do not because everyone's happened. seen it across the. But I will country. say, I've 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 done I, I've not necessarily since this has happened, but I've done some reading on on Will Smith mm-hmm. in the past, and he he had an abusive household growing up. He saw violence against his mother growing up. Mm. That that trauma can stay with people into adulthood. Now, this in no way excuses behavior, right? but it's understandable that if you learn violence as a young child or see it or, or you're, you're subject to it, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a lot more likely it's going to come up in your life later right, on. Right. So, yeah, it's just the, the dynamic between, you know, the Smiths and the mm-hmm. world at this point in time. Every, yep. Everyone's got sides. Well, sure. It's wild. And, and that's the problem because I think I think there's a natural, when something like that happens, it's naturally, it's it's, it's human reaction to take sides, mm-hmm. to say, oh, well, yeah, he was justified. Oh, no, he wasn't. He was sticking up for her. He shouldn't have done it. All arguments aside, these are human beings with mm-hmm. complex emotions and mm-hmm. histories and traumas in their past. And, and again, not excusing behavior because that there, there's there's no excuse for violence. That that's my bottom line for mm-hmm. any situation. But you can understand why things like this come up right. and why they happen. So back to partners or yes. children, partners yep. v children. Yep. Children, 
they have their priorities straight as to their part, you know, their partnership with one another. And then there's their kids. Right. Right. So how are the kids when how are the kids reacting to a to a parent that is putting them first all the time? And the, as the child gets older, they're starting to see how it's draining on their parents relationship. Well, see, that's and, and, that, and that that's a great point, Matt. And we're going to get into that. Oh, perfect. Because you might think to yourself and and I've said this to couples I said your, your children can't be number 1 and I've had arguments I've said well that's never going to happen or mm. my ch- my children will always be number 1 I said but here's the problem if that if that's your approach then then we don't need to work on this relationship because mm. it's not going to we we can't improve it unless you put yourselves together right. as your number ones that that's a big thing mm-hmm. um so there, there's a, an e-reporter. I, I got the story online. Her name is Juliana Rancic. Actually, I know who this is. I've her, heard that name. We've her been... her husband was on a reality show of some type. Really, the last name could have could have been. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna screw it up. I'm just guessing. It might have been The Apprentice. Okay. Could have been Survivor. Could have been one of those two. But anyway, um, she states. Putting her husband first and baby second is the secret to her happy marriage. Husband first, baby second. Mm-hmm. All right. As you might suspect, a nuclear meltdown happened online as women who put their kids first came out and attacked her. And she said, um, um, the reporter said, I was invited to appear on Good Morning America to mm. defend my position. And, and if, you watch, if you watch the segment, and I'll, I'll read a little bit from the story, the, the two female bloggers who said the kids always come first and then laughed about where their spouses fall on the list. Hmm. Quote, these are bloggers who were going against that theory that, that your spouse comes first. If you asked me what the breakdown was, I would say my ch- children, my girlf- girlfriends, then my husband. But don't tell him that because he doesn't know. Quote, unquote. <laughs> wow. That's from one of these bloggers. And then they laughed hysterically like it was a big joke. Um, and, I'm and, laughing and, and, because and, I'm like, damn. But, but think about that. You, you have women who, who are, and, and, and men do it too. I'm not, I'm not, You're not picking no, a gender. I'm just no, going off of this no, no. story about these bloggers. Okay. And they happen to be women. Um, and I want to read that again. If you ask me what the breakdown was, I would say my children, my girlfriends, then my husband. But don't tell him because he doesn't know it. He knows it. He knows. He knows he is not first. Yeah. And that is having an effect on your relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's not funny. I mean, it's, it's just kind of like making a joke. Yeah, my husband, he's, he's just an afterthought. <laughs> That's funny, isn't it? Yeah, and it's not funny. It's, it's kind of like saying marriage is a joke. I, I don't I don't really put that much investment or stock into it. I'm not laughing. Yeah, I know <laughs> it, it. It's 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 kind of sad in a way. And, uh-huh. But 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 I do. I, I work with a lot of clients who believe this way. This is the way they think. Um, so the, the reporter, um, uh, Juliana, she responded. She says, marriage isn't a joke. It's something we work hard at and are tremendously proud of. I want it to last a lifetime, which is why I treat it accord- accordingly. Um. And then she said, I bet her husband's breakdown is the same. My children, my girlfriends, then my wife. But don't tell her because she doesn't know. <laughs> See, that's that was her funny. response to it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> my children, my girlfriends, girlfriends, then my wife. Yeah. See, that's yeah. funny. That, that, that is funny. That, that, 
that's probably a good priority for somebody who's not going to put you first. Wow. Well, I'm no. <laughs> not that we condone. No, there's no condoning no, of that. But no, there's, I'm not. I'm not recommending that. I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying it, it's funny. That, that yeah. that's that's what makes it funny. The person that uh, was defending, you know, her husband first, then her kids, for her to say that. Right. Right. That, that was her response. Right. That was her response. Yeah. Uh, to 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 kind yeah. of respond to these bloggers who Correct. thought marriage was a joke. Um, so, so I mean, I, I mean, marriage is tough. It's a lot. There's a lot to handle. It, it's, you know, managing household, managing careers, managing kids, managing pets. This is a weird thing. Here's managing the other thing. Finances, managing. Because because we've mentioned, you know, parents who put their children first no matter what and girlfriends. And right. like the story just said, a lot of times it could be a pet. Right. For men, I, I would almost guarantee that your dog is number one. Or cat. Or cat, I, I I see that a lot too, mm-hmm. where I, I I'll I'll have women even say to me, you know, my husband will come in and the first thing he does is kiss the dog and pet him, and it's well, it's because the dog is the first one there. Well, no, him you're right, and, and I'll tell you this, and I, I have to admit that this is this is, <laughs> and my wife will understand this if she's listening. She she knows. My dog freaks out when I come home. Uh-huh. He's like, he hasn't seen me in a year, and it happens every time I leave. Eight hours for you is two years for yes. him. And I, I'm serious. I can be gone 15 minutes and come back, and it's like he's never seen me. <laughs> and he goes nuts. So, Oh, my God, you came back. Oh, my what, God, you came back. He came back. He came back. He's barking, and he's panting, and he's, he's running. And <laughs> so I have to sit down so he can jump up on the couch and, like, get all over get, him. Get all over me. Yeah. And, and I, I, I joke with my wife. She goes, oh, well, you're. You, you know the dog gets to make out with you right away, but you know, but but I, I I do I am saying to her I'm like yeah I know I get it I just want him to call I'm doing it to calm him down right. because if I went right to you he would he freaks out even more because he doesn't like when we're together. Really, the dog doesn't. No, he'll whine and cry if we're like even like touching. Let him whine and cry. Well, see that's it. Yes, and and that's <laughs> but I mean that's just an that's just an example of what happens in my own life. But but there are situations I've seen with couples where. Other things come before your partner, and that—that that is the whole underlying theme of this episode: is to say, we need to reconsider yeah. this. And we you, need to refocus and say, who's number one? Who should be number one? That's one of the big things. And, there, and your bride just popped in. You are yep. number one to Pippin. Yep, I am. <laughs> I, I am his number one. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm his human. If, yes. if that makes sense. Human. Yes. Thanks. So here's the thing, and some people will argue, and, and I'll come up with it with just a couple of arguments that I get, especially from clients or people out there that might be listening that don't agree with me, which is fine. That's cool. I, but I'm telling you from as a professional, mm-hmm. and after 30 years of experience, what I've seen and what works and what doesn't work. So people will say, well, if you don't put your children first, it's going to hurt them. Do you have okay. to, You have to lead by example. That's where my brain is taking me. Mm-hmm. You can put you can put your priorities in front of you and you have to take care of your priorities. What's important to you at that point in time? It can't be the same thing all the time. Right. So uh, it, t- tell me if I'm wrong here, but you have to lay out what your responsibilities are. Right. And then put them in order, greatest to a least. And, and here's what happens, especially with kids, especially with kids in developmental years. If you're if if you're responding to every single need they have at every moment and ignoring everything else, you're enabling them. Mm. You're you're not, you're not teaching them independence. Now I know people are going to say a five year old can't be independent. No, not totally, 
but you need to start that process and a fi- at a young age. And a five-year-old can't be on Prozac either. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And, and people are so scared of, of, of damaging their kids or, or messing them up. Mm. But I would say this, by constantly giving in and constantly responding to every single thing with a kid, that that's that's not in their best interest. Mm-hmm. You you are going to create a problem. You're going to create a problem of dependency. You're not going to allow kids to start developing their own self esteem and their own autonomy. Yeah, which which you need going into adulthood. Their, their own own identity. We see a lot of adults who don't have any autonomy. They 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 can't be independent because they're they're helpless. They're they're they need somebody all the time mm-hmm. to to do things for them to encourage them. And I'm not saying those things are wrong like separate from what we're talking about but but you're 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 enabling kids to be dependent Mm -hmm. take that relatively here's the other important part on that your kids need to see what an example of a good relationship looks like Mm. with adults Mm. i've i've heard this is a statement i've heard numerous times over the years we don't want to get divorced because of the kids and I, and I'll say to people, why, why do you think that would be worse than what they're seeing now? That's the key thing. If you don't have a good relationship, if there if there is arguing, if there's disagreement, if they don't see love between two people, is that really better than separating and showing them what would how it could be better apart? Because now you've done something that's going to benefit yourself as a human being mm-hmm. and, and and become stronger and more independent. Or, or meet somebody that you can have a good relationship with eventually, mm-hmm. that's going to be better for the kids. Mm-hmm. Staying together for the kids is never the answer. Right. Because unless, caveat on that, unless you're willing to make changes so that your relationship becomes something that they can look at as an example, mm-hmm. something good. Mm-hmm. So that's the big thing. And I would say... A strong marital relationship. When I say marital, I'm talking in general. If you're a partner and you're not married, it, it, right. it, I'm using that in a general sense. Partner, person, Partner, marriage, person, marriage whatever. It, it, a strong relationship is the healthiest thing you can show your kids. That's the, that's the best thing you can show them is that we're, we're committed to each other. We're each other's number ones. You're our kids and you come after us. Mm-hmm. And that's not a bad thing. And people have a very difficult time just letting that go and letting it happen. Right. So, folks, we're going to continue on. I'm going to. I'm, I'm going to. We're going to continue wow. on. Partners versus kids. And I know that sounds like a bad title. I think I want to keep it like that because I want people to come in and say, "Well, what's this about? Um, partners versus children? What are we having a brawl or what's going on?" <laughs> but <laughs> the smackdown. But, but I think that 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 frame of reference is is va- is valid sometimes it's because sometimes for partners it is partners versus kids it's them first and me what what, what about me batman, so we're gonna batman we're, v superman yeah batman v superman yeah. dawn of justice there you go yeah <laughs> so we're gonna continue on in part two next episode so if if you're uh listening online on facebook live stay with us we're gonna come right back if you're listening to the audio jump ahead an episode to the next one for part two of partners versus children If it's not there yet, it will be on Tuesday or Thursday. The next Tuesday or Thursday, you can find episode two. In the meantime, folks, change your thinking, change your life. Laugh hard, run fast, be kind. We'll see you next time.